everybody, Susan Finch here, and today I have one of our other directors, one of those quiet behind the scenes kind of person that has never left our side since she came on. You've met her before. Marlis, thank I'm you so, so much for here. having me back. <laughs> you wanted to talk about donated fabric. We've had a couple of really serious episodes recently and heavy stories and lots of great tips, but let's get back to some okay. of the fun. And we've talked about it's okay to say no to free fabric. <laughs> So, you know, playing yes. on the heels of that, tell us your story. You know, I'm, I'm so glad that you're telling people that, it, you know, as far as the area coordinators, that it's okay to say no, because when I received my first batch of fabric, um, after everything was all sorted out, it turned out to be a total of 115 yards of cotton quilting fabric, which was amazing. But mixed in, all of this fabric came from this woman's mother who was a lifelong seamstress. And there were zippers and thread that was so old that, you know, you pull a little tension on it and it would break. And there were silks and, you know, lining fabrics for suits and, you know, different like the um, acrylic stretchy fabric you put around the sleeves of, of the cuff of a sweatshirt and, you know, things like that that we couldn't really use. Um, it, if I had known then <laughs> that it was okay to say no, <laughs> because this woman really wanted me to take everything because her mother had died and she was very sad and just wanted everything out of the house. And yeah, so I showed I up with that. my little Ford yeah. Focus and that I think much. there were about 16 boxes, <laughs> like paper storage boxes of fabric and I couldn't see out my passenger side window. I was so afraid I was going to get pulled over by the police trying to get my eight miles back to my house. It, it was crazy. Um, and such a generous donation. But, you know, I really wish that I could have, like, said, okay, I don't need all those silks and whatnot. But I actually was able to find homes for everything that we couldn't use for the blankets. So it was really amazing. That was back in 2013. And I have to say, I have been so blessed by people all around my area who have found the Binky Patrol online, whether they're, you know, mother or whoever has passed on, or they've gotten um, arthritis, so they're no longer able to sew, and they just want all of their material to be used right. and loved. Um, so, yes. let's see, in 2014, I had a wonderful woman find me, and she donated 60 yards of quilting fabric along with more buttons, zippers, and thread. Um, after that, let's see, 2016, I was blessed with a huge donation, uh, 225 yards of fabric, 26 spools of thread, and it was all quilting fabric. So, you know, I just went to town with sorting and getting boxes to my quilters and you know getting boxes up to my mom going mom here throw together a, a quilt for me <laughs> and donate it to the binky patrol thank god my mom sews and puts up with me <laughs> you know it's crazy a woman who had crocheted and knit her entire life was in her 90s and being moved out of her home and into a nursing facility she used to make all kinds of baby things and went to all the church fairs. Couldn't do this any longer. Her, her daughter convinced her to just donate everything. 
So the donation was 65 crib blankets, nine sweaters, 41 sweater hat and booty sets, 17 sweater and hat sets, and four sweater and booty sweat sets that had all been knit absolutely gorgeous and just preserved really well and all these beautiful um, airtight bags that, you know, the type that you like suck all the air out of. Mm -hmm. And and I met this woman in the parking lot, who literally filled the back of my SUV with all these bags of baby items. Okay, so we, we've yep. graduated from the Focus yes. to an SUV. Yeah. <laughs> It was good for me. Well, good, good and bad. <laughs> I'm still like sneaking fabric into the house because my my better half is like, where are you going to put all this stuff? I'm like, no, no, no. It's going to Binkies. I'm dividing it and I'm sending it out to other people. Um, um, you know, my chapter, even though I'm, I'm located in Salem, I have volunteers and connections in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island. So we just right. you drive five minutes and you're in a new state, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> I remember one time, again, being able to say no and not realize mm -hmm. when you should say it. There's a uniform company here, but they supplied all the school uniforms oh, wow. and police uniforms. And so they said, oh, we have all this beautiful fabric. And I thought, oh, that's so durable, which is great for the homeless, sure. you know, to have the, <clears throat> the really nice twill fabrics yeah. for the bottom of quilts. They had that, and then they had all their shirts and the cottons and the Oxfords and so many things. They brought probably 18 boxes that were 20 by 20 by oh my 40 and filled my garage, <laughs> just filled it. And I was panicked, and some of it was just so odd and so thick, and because we're kind of cruel in our chapter and have a bad sense of humor i took a couple boxes and dumped them <laughs> at my friend's porch surprise <laughs> just no no not that and so she it took her three wow. years to go through it all and she would want to show up hey i can bring some fabric over us <laughs> don't you dare don't you come back over here with that uniform fabric and we did make some lovely things but right. it was so heavy that we couldn't you know a lot of it so it was a lot of khaki yeah. a lot of navy a lot of black and Oxford and but such high quality fabric I hated right. turning it down it was just really heavy so we would take it to our events even at the binkathons and the sewers <laughs> on the machines cursing me like oh my gosh you're killing my needles you're killing my machine with this thick stuff like yeah 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 and it was just one of those things I mean we've talked before on here on the blessings that we had from St. John Knits mm -hmm. from Hoffman Fabrics from BB Dakota from Lucy Max, from all those original places and the framing company. But you talk about going through fabric, you know, depending folks on what your nonprofit is and what you accept donations for and things, what people can drop off. We had to be really careful on the framing fabric because it's right. framers. How do they put things in frames right. with razor blades? So we had to shake out the fabric carefully to make sure there weren't any razor blades, like open edge things oh stuck in there before wow. we start sewing. Because otherwise you're digging through, they're just picking stuff out. Like, oh my gosh, so we'd go through with magnets, we'd go through and shake right? it just right. to well, make sure. Well, you can't sure. be too careful with these blankets. <laughs> you know, it's like once they're all, all finished, I 
double and triple check for pins just to make sure that there's no pin that's been, you know, missed by accident. And, you know, yeah, we had that happen once and it's not fun. And, you know, we've run across ourselves like, oh, my gosh, right on the edge or in the middle of something from where it was pinned together. But you do have to be careful with those types of things because that's the liability of the whole organization. Exactly. Yeah. Too, if somebody got hurt and you don't want anybody getting hurt, of course, you know, whether it's a sewer, you know, I can't account for all of us when we start talking, drinking coffee or maybe having wine when we're sewing and we sew our own fingers. That's a risk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Done you know that what I've enough. done. I've, I've actually gone out and bought packages of the really long quilters pins because the tiny pins get get missed. And some of my quilters just have, you know, whatever they have. What tiny pins? You mean yes. those little silver stupid things? Yes. Uh, oh we've never used those yeah we always use the yellow heads they do and they get worn out they do so people thinking oh i just donated to you guys last year and i gave you yep. a bunch of pins well they get worn out because once they go through the batting and other things right it just, and, and it some of the them. quilting pins get bent so we always need just more... by the nature of what you're doing you know they get they're very they thin do. and fine and yep. yeah so i i got a good deal of all these quilters pins all kinds of assortments so it doesn't matter what color fabric you're working with get a pin that is the opposite contrast color to it and it'll stand out and you can find it easier with the little and they're fun because they've got you know flowers and butterflies and whatnot all yeah absolutely real fancy ones (laughs) absolutely i do have to share my most recent you know fun 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 uh donation there was a, a a woman who's probably about 40 minutes away from me and she was cleaning out her fabric stash she's a quilter but she's kind of migrated over and doing a lot with with painting and so she needed room for like painting and the paper products that she's working with and needed to clean out her quilting stash um 850 yards later yes very very generous that's a stash she actually had posted and wanted to sell her stashed and and was selling the fabric by the pound so one of my volunteers, Dawn, thank you, Dawn, found this ad on our local Craigslist list and said, hey, Marla's here. And so, of course, I contacted the woman and had my phone number in there. And because my phone number was in my email, she called me. She's like, hey, because I said, you know, here's, here's the Binky Patrol. Here's what we're all about. We're all, you know, it's all volunteer, blah, 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 no budget. And so... I worked at a deal where I actually purchased some of the fabric and I met her in a parking lot of a restaurant. It was halfway point for both of us. This was only a couple of weeks ago. And she said, okay, I, I actually talked her into, if I purchase a, a certain amount of fabric, will you, you know, donate in kind some? And, you know, I'll give you the donation receipt. So she said, okay, whatever you buy, I'll donate another third of the fabric. Great. So I met her in the parking lot and I purchased what actually turned out to be um, like one and a half laundry baskets full of beautiful quilting fabric. And most of it is like fat quarters. So it's such a huge variety of colors and designs. And she had pulled apart, you know, like another almost a, a full laundry basket of fabric. So she's like, here's what you're purchasing. Here's what I'm donating. Shows me the back seat of her car. Now we're in the trunk back seat of the car she said are you interested in any of these others and I'm like well of course I am but I, we don't have a budget I you know this is like really you know strapping me big time um, and she said you know what I just wanted out of the house here take it all oh my goodness so 
850 yards of fabric, if you can imagine, right? And I'm squirreling it away into my house, sorting it. And so the next time I see my quilters, they all have bags of fabric that they're going to go home with. And, you know, and we all get together and we share and we, you know, swap fabric and so forth. So the whole idea for me is to like get it out of the house and into my quilter's hands. And, um, and then they'll spin it around and you know, either they'll find some place local to donate the blankets or they'll say, here, I've got all these quilts done, you know, you go. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take them and get them delivered. So anybody listening to this episode, the messages you're getting clear are Binky Patrol always needs pins and scissors. And if you have people in your family that are downsizing, that have passed away, that just want to declutter, it can be men, I don't care, look through their stashes of fabric we would probably really love that. And we might have a chapter near you that can unload all that for you and give you a tax receipt. And you know, it will go toward helping people immediately. Please do not take it personally. If we don't want your double knit stretch polyester, do not take it personally. If we don't want your smoky stuff, because we can't have smoky fabric, but things that we can easily sew or trade with somebody else and they will give us cotton. I had that happen once. My friend, um, Heidi Brunswick, early on, I met her through a clothing store, Lucy Max, that gave us a bunch of fabric. She designed clothes that went into Lucy Max. And we received this huge donation of fabric from, gosh, who was it from? Was it True Grit? It was from True Grit when they were still making everything in California before they did it all overseas. We received so many fabulous, amazing fleeces and oh my gosh, their clothes are so expensive. But they also had jersey fabric and silky stuff and things we couldn't use. And so Heidi traded me. I traded her stuff we couldn't use and she gave us cottons because she preferred to have the stretchy stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. And so there was a nice partnership there. Yeah. You know, you never know until you ask. You know, you don't. We were given yards and yards of linen, beautiful white linen. And I'm not going to make linen binkies. Right. And so she traded us for that and she dyed it, hand dyed it all oh. and used it for all the clothing she was making. She made the most beautiful things from it for years. Wow. That's amazing. So, you know, there might be some kind of nice trade or partnership. So consider us guys when you're cleaning out your stash. Right. We, we're desperate for to get the to get the donations because otherwise we purchase everything out of pocket and you know the economy is very very tough and you yep. know if somebody has um a, a, you know another woman who donated her her great aunt passed away and she was an avid quilter and she has been slowly going through the house and every time she comes across whether it's fabric or yarn she tucks it aside and she's made two or three donations so far in fact, she donated all her yarn to one of the girls she works with. This woman made 103 hats and donated the hats to the Binky Patrol. So I just took, you know, box and everything, the storage tote. I just took it all, you know, to a, a local area that helps children. And they were, you know, it was right in the middle of the winter. They were thrilled to get all these wonderful hats. And they were just gorgeous. You know, everything had a little pom-pom. They were adorable. Right. Well, that, and that's the other thing with fleece. I know that's one thing we never get donated. Don't get enough of that. Mm -hmm. But fleece, small pieces can be made into hats and scarves. Yep. Or mittens. 
Yep. Yeah. Quite easily. Yeah. But the scarves and the hats you can make without sewing. Exactly. It's all just more cutting. So yeah. those are really nice sets to give to people with a blanket that goes with it. So many things to think about. Oh, Pam Head and I got an email from Michaels. And Michaels has a big warehouse up here in Washington. And they gave us the most beautiful, that soft yarn, the really squishy stuff. They gave us so much of that that we were able to turn into about 100 blankets. Wow. It was a ton. Yeah. So then they called us again. And they said, we have batting for you. We're like, oh, batting? We like batting. We'll go get free batting. It wasn't batting. Oh, no. It was that craft stuff that you put in stuffed toys. <laughs> yep. And we drove all the way there, so we got it. And in storage, it sat. We couldn't give the stuff away. Oh, because I wish we were closer. We, <laughs> I have a yeah, woman only, who contacted me, and she's knitting little um, stuffed animals. And oh, see, it would have been perfect for her. Exactly. We had nobody here that did that, exactly. and shipping it cost too much. Right. So we just was like, we gave away everything we possibly could, and some of it had to go. Wow. So, you know, which is a shame. Yep. There are ways, you know, we're always looking for fabrics, guys. We're always looking for supplies. There's a way to help if you want to. Maybe you can just connect people with our local chapters. Let us know. Exactly. Because that is, since we are 100% volunteer, we do rely on help from others and donations and things. And we'll take what you have, usually. <laughs> yeah, word of mouth is, is our best friend. Um, one of my newest volunteers is a quilter. Um, she always made her kids clothes and then her grandkids clothes and now everybody's grown up and she doesn't have anybody to yeah. sew for. She was out in the Midwest visiting a friend and her friend was making blankets, making quilts and donating them in her area. And so Susie came back home and said, oh, I need to find some place that I can connect with that's very similar to, to what my girlfriend's doing out in the Midwest and was able to find, she found me and um, she was the one that I was doing porch visits in the middle of the winter with in the middle of COVID. She'd stopped by, never had made a quilt before in her life, All, only concentrated on kids' clothing and she has made some of the most amazing quilts and she loves bright colors so I just feed her all types of you know, beautiful, bright fabric. And she turns around and, you know, four or six weeks later, she comes back with a few quilts and do you have more fabric? Yes, I do. <laughs> so it's worked out well, really well. But just, yeah, we're lucky. We have um, somebody in New York that regularly sends me boxes of tops. Oh, beautiful. So between that and then we get donated sheets from Embassy Suites sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're all clean and bleached, ready to go. They just have a hole in them. Right. And so we use that for our backings. And so we're kind of set. All we, you know, really need most of the time is batting and fleece. Right. Because we do have, we're, we're fortunate we have a lot of fabric. Marlis, thank you so much for coming on once again, telling us some of your stories. And guys, it's not hard to help. Right. You can help. Right, exactly. You can go to binkypatrol.org to learn ways that you can help, even if you're just talking about us to other people that you might hear about. You know, somebody that, oh, I'm bored. I need a hobby. Well, here we go. This is easy. We have all these patterns. We can show you how to do anything. We'll find something for you to do. And if you want to hear more episodes, go to beacompatrol.show and you can catch up or subscribe in all your favorite podcast venues. Thanks again. Thanks so much. Good to see you.